Building a successful business. Episode three. Hello, happy Wednesday. My name is Stephen Brown, and I am the founder of Building a Successful Business. Now, whether it is your first time listening to me or you've listened to me before, I just want to say, welcome to the community. You know, over the past three weeks, we've built a community of over 50 people, and also expanded that onto YouTube. I couldn't have done it without you, so thank you for being a part of that. So today we're going to look at the basics of email marketing. It's such a powerful tool. And whether you use it already, or if you've never thought about using it, I hope by the end of this 30 minutes, you'll realize the power and impact behind email marketing. So, why is email marketing so important within a business? Email marketing is a way to keep in touch with clients. It's a way to show off new products, or show discounts, or just keep in touch generally. So let me give you a couple of examples of where email marketing can be really, really effective. If you look at Amazon, a lot of the time with Amazon, you get、uh, an email from them maybe once a month that just says, "Look, these products are reduced," and Amazon work out kind of what. Items you like, maybe what items are in your wish list, various things like that, and say, "Hey, look, you know these things are reduced.、Uh, would you would you like to buy them?" Now, before that, trust me, before that, you've not thought, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to shop on Amazon and I'm going to buy this very nice、uh, thing. You've not thought that, but because the email came through, it suddenly sparks in your mind, "Hey,、uh, yeah, I actually I'd forgotten about that. Thank you for reminding me." I'll、uh, I'll t- I'll have a look, and very often, let's say probably eighty-five to ninety percent of the time, people will buy a product, and I know that from my experience. I've definitely had that before, where I've received an email from Amazon and gone, "Oh, it's reduced. Oh,、uh, actually, that would be really really good. I'll buy it now because I've only got a week probably to buy it." Now I know it's a it's a strategy. I know it's a, a technique to get you to buy, but it really does work. Another one is. Uh, say updates, so software updates. So maybe you've、uh, you you're part of a photography software group and you've subscribed to their email list to be updated on new software updates、uh, and and anything basically photography based. So what that means is they've actually got quite a broad scale of what they can send to you, but very often it will be, you know, little upgrades onto the software that you've got, or it might be accessories. Yeah, and again, very often you will buy those things, and they send them to you once a month, just so that you've got enough time to forget that they're going to send you that email. Okay. So, you know, for a long, long time, I was thinking, well, I'm a magician. How can I really use email marketing to to build up my business? I don't really offer discounts.、Um, you know, maybe I'll. I'll Give an email for Mother's Day, you know, events throughout the year, and and almost say, you know, I hope you're well and and stuff like that. But very rarely do I do I use email marketing for the for the magic. And then it kind of hit me 
And the technique that I'm going to teach you today has really served me well. And, and I know that it's going to serve you well, regardless of what your business is. Okay. Now, I must warn you, though, that getting subscribers is not really the end goal. Okay. If that's all you want, that's great, but you're not going to keep many of them after that. It's really about keeping those subscribers engaged and interested in what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, if they're not interested, they're going to unsubscribe and you're just going to become junk. Okay. And the worst thing is to become junk. Now, I know that some emails end up in the junk and it's very important that you then tell that client, look, if my email got to you in the junk, can you please, uh, you know, add me to your contact list? That way you'll get, you'll receive my emails. Okay. Now I'm going to show you how you can maximize the amount of uh, influence that you can have through email marketing. But first of all, get a pen or paper and just write down onto, onto a piece of paper, just write down what is the purpose of your email list? Like, do you really even need one? A lot of people think, ah, oh, you know, uh, it'd be really, really good to, to send emails to, to my clients just to keep them up to date. Well, do your clients really want to be kept up to date? Is, is that, you know, really why they, they booked your product, your service, um, you know, bought something from you? Is that they want to be up to date? Is that is that why? So what is the real purpose behind your email list? OK, and the best way to do this is think about the end goal. OK, so if your end goal is like Amazon, it's to get a sale. Well, the way that you get that sale needs to almost feel if you take a letter, like you've written a letter, you've done your signature and then at the bottom of it, you write P.S. Yeah, that's what an email campaign should feel like. It's it's almost like an afterthought. That way, your email doesn't come across as selling. But it's almost like an afterthought, especially if you want someone to buy a product. If you just want to inform them about things, and this is more like a newsletter, then of course they're going to expect that email every month and you can have it very direct. But whenever you're trying to sell anything, it should never feel like that person is being sold to. So as the example with Amazon, it's very childish in a way. It's, oh, hey, um, actually, I think you, you know, just wanted to let you know, uh, there's a couple of items that have been reduced now. Um, you know, if you are interested, feel free to click on them and, you know, that that's up to you so it's less about pushing the client to to the sale and more about saying you know more about giving them that that kind of spark in their mind of oh okay actually yeah this is this is actually good it's a useful email and when emails are seen as useful they they stay subscribed when it becomes selling and they feel like they're being sold to so a really good example of a mistake that i used to make is oh um it's Mother's Day. Oh, well, there's lots of mothers that are going to want to celebrate, right? Being a magician, I thought, well, wouldn't it be great if I just send them an email maybe a week before saying, hey, you know, it's Mother's Day. Uh, have you thought about any, any entertainment? And my end goal was obviously to get a booking out of it. And I noticed that people didn't reply. And I was thinking, well, that's weird. Like, this is a celebration. Uh, the same with say it was like someone's anniversary oh hey i know it's your anniversary coming up um uh you know did you want some some entertainment and i realized afterwards that i was phrasing it completely wrong i was 
asking them, would, would you like any entertainment? You know, I'm, I'm free, I'm available. You know, coming across pretty much desperate. Like, you know, uh, I've, and, and people know when they've, they're not the only ones that have been sent that email, okay? So they were just, uh, no one really responded. So what I realized is I had to change my, my tactic. Rather than saying, hey, look, I'm free, I'm available, uh, would you like to book me? It was more just like, hey, uh, I just want you to know um, that I was thinking of you and um, you know I really enjoyed your event last year and I just wanted to wish you a, uh, a really, um, a really happy Mother's Day for your mother or if it was the mother that booked me anyway, a really happy Mother's Day. And that kind of email is so indirect. You don't feel like you're being sold anything. If anything, all it's doing is putting me in their mind again. I don't want you to be in my mind and thinking, this guy keeps sending me emails every time there's an like an event that's coming up. Uh, he keeps sending me emails. I didn't want them to feel like that. So I wanted them to feel like, you know, actually, I've been thinking about you or you recently just came into my mind and uh, I just wanted to wish you a really happy Mother's Day uh, or, you know, have a great anniversary next week. And I found that with those kind of responses, people, even if they didn't book me straight away then, they would 90% of the time respond to me and say, you know what, thank you so much for, for that. It's really sweet of you. Um, thank you again for, for doing our wedding. Um, actually, there's there's an event coming up in, in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, can I get in touch with you later about that? And it's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, no problem. So you see how indirect it is. That is how email marketing can be so powerful. If anything, when you think about email marketing, it should just be this casual reminder you can you can play around with a, a lot of things there but that's just an example from a mistake that i made and how now i've uh, rectified that so that hopefully you can see you know how you can start to phrase your emailing to better suit your outcome your goal you know a lot of people ask me well what email client should i use or what email uh platform should i be using for for this there's a number of answers to that, and none of them are correct. I am sorry to say none of them are correct. They are all fine. So you can use your own personal email, or even go onto Gmail and, and create one. I think for building a successful business is literally building a successful business at gmail.com. It's not difficult, and people will remember it, but it's not a paid email. So. What's really good about that is the email makes sense. People know who it's come from so that people will recognize it. But when it comes to the actual platform that you're using, you know, I use MailChimp before and I use now uh, ConvertKit. And the reason that I changed from MailChimp, now MailChimp is great. It's a really simple, uh, effective tool. Um, and it's got great reporting on it as well. So it's free for up to 2,000 subscribers, which is a lot of the reasons why most people go with MailChimp, you know, you, you do have a huge uh, amount of subscribers that you can have on there. And obviously, every subscriber on there, the aim is your goal is to get them to buy a product. OK, so if one of those people buys a product, you probably can afford the uh, the paid plans as well. And, and they're pretty good for me. I liked MailChimp, but I found it very, very difficult if I just wanted to send an email to one person. Whereas with ConvertKit, 
what I like about it is it's very simple. It's very, very basic. Um, it just looks like an ordinary email that you could probably create in Gmail. But it's got great features, sequences, all those kinds of things so that you can be uh, less involved in terms of sending the emails out. They just automatically go. Um, scheduling. But the thing is with ConvertKit, it's just very simple and it's it's a nice system to use and I don't feel like anything's out of place. And actually, I do recommend it. So uh, if you guys want that, I do have a, a discount on it. So uh, do feel free to send me, send me an email and I will send you the discount code that you can have. You're probably thinking, well, it's all good, Steve, that you're, you're telling me about what email marketing is. You're telling me that I need to have a purpose for it. You're telling me all of these things. But at the end of the day, yes, I care about those things, but not nearly as much as I care about actually getting the subscribers. Okay, now I'll tell you. It is very, very easy to get subscribers, but it's very, very difficult to keep subscribers. So for me, I thought, okay, how am I going to be able to keep subscribers and not lose a majority of them? Okay, so let me give you this example. I contact 10 people that I know and I trust. And I ask them this simple question. Hi, I just set up a new business helping people to achieve their, their goals and dreams and, and make their business successful. And I wondered if that might be of interest to you. Now, again, for you, you don't have to say the goals and dreams, but you can just say, you know, I help people with whatever it is that you're helping the people with. And, you know, I wondered if you might be interested. Again, see how indirect this is. You're not saying to them, can you tell me your email address and I'll send you uh, something in, in an email. Effectively, what you're saying to them is, can you tell me if you're in my target market? Because if you're not in my target market, there's I know that I'm going to lose you. Even if I had your email, you're going to uns unsubscribe anyway. Yeah. So in a way, this is a filtering process. I'm saying, are you interested in what I provide? If you are, great. If they say yes, you say, great. Uh, you know what? Can you send me your email and I'll, keep, I'll, I'll uh, keep in touch with you regarding this? So it's very counterintuitive now for that person to then turn around and say, oh, I don't want to give you my email address. Because the logical answer would be, well, you just said you're interested. And in order for me to, uh, you know, share this with you, I need to email it to you. Okay, that's uh, that's okay, because there's another strategy for getting your email address. So very often, if this is someone that's on Facebook that I've spoken to, I'll say, no, that's no problem. Let me send you this thing now. Um, and effectively, that thing, let's say it's a free course. In that free course, they need to put their email in in order to be able to use the free course. So uh, that way I get their, their email address. Of course, there is GDPR, so I don't just take their email address and say, ha ha ha, I have your email address. No, I obviously, they know that I'm going to have their email address and I might be sending them some uh, material in, in the future. It's very, very simple. I just say, you know, by you putting your email address here, you're agreeing that, you know, I might be sending, I'm, I will send you on occasion things to do with my products and services. Okay. So uh, 
if they say they're not interested, you say that's that's fine. Thank you so much for considering it. Can you uh, just let me know if there's anyone that you know who might be interested in this thing? Uh, now, most people know other people and most people know other people that might be interested in something to do with business. So it's very easy, especially when I said, you know, these people are people that you know and trust. So they're more likely to say, oh, yeah, actually, you know, I do know. And they're more likely to be helpful. Yeah, I do know someone. OK, great. Now, I don't ask for that person's email address. All I say is, hey, this is my email. Can you send it to them and just say, you know, what I said to you and just let them know that if they want to get in touch, this is my email address. Again, once I've got their email address, of course, it's GDPR. I, I make sure that they, they know that by giving me their email address, they are agreeing that I will be sending them some promotional. That could be very, very simple as just sending them an email after they've emailed me saying, that's great. Um, can I keep your email on record? Um, it's just so that I can keep up to date with you about these various things that you're interested in. Very simple. They reply back, yes. They're more than happy for you to send them things because that's what they want. Remember, you're giving them what they want so that you can have what you want. Uh, it's a strategy I use. Hey, you want this free course? Great. Can I have your email address? I'll send you the free course. So they get the free course. I've got their email address. They know that that email address is on my system. I'm going to be keeping up to date with them. But they also have the option, if they want, to unsubscribe. Again, that's to do with GDPR law. If they want to unsubscribe, they can. Let's say you've now collected your first email and you just keep doing this for the 10 people, okay? And if you really want to get to 100 subscribers, then just keep doing it. Just keep asking people that you know that might be interested. And it's a great way. You filter them out and you get some subscribers. As soon as you've got subscribers, you need to know exactly what that kind of email is that you're going to send them, the first email. Normally, it's just a welcome. Hi, thank you so much for our chat earlier. I was going to use your email just to send you some, some material. Here's the material, blah, 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 blah. Now, the strategy that I've kind of spoken with you about is exactly the same strategy that I used in order to get people to subscribe to my group. Okay, so when I first spoke to people, I said to them, hey, you know, I'm running this uh, this new business. It's going to help people become successful. This could be really useful for you. Would you be interested? And people say, yeah, they're interested. I said, great. Uh, can you send me your email address? I'm going to send you over this uh, free ebook, you can have a look at that. I'm actually running a course in the next week. So people get that ebook. I've got their email address. They sign up to the course and they now have that course. Now, everything there is all free because if you give them what they want, they will give you what you want. It's very, very true. It's just the way our human minds are made. Now, the thing is, I know that those people that are joining, they are people that are interested in making their business successful. So all my email campaigns to them have to be, look, this is gonna make your business successful. Have a look, look at this video. And the very, very important thing with video, if you're putting it into an email, don't just put a link to a video because very rarely do people like to just click on a link. It will affect your click rate because people won't just click on a link, okay? There are a lot of people, you know, when you get an email, you're a little bit cautious about links. You don't want to click on things that might be potentially dangerous. So I always recommend that if you are sending a video, 
there there is a way that you can basically share the thumbnail and then link that thumbnail to the video and that way people can can click on that but they already know what it is that they're going to be looking at it's almost like a preview into what they're going to be looking at it's the same as youtube when you're scrolling through youtube you see the thumbnail and then you click on it when you're happy you know that's the video you want to watch so very often in my email i'll say hey look this is uh, really going to benefit you i definitely recommend just have a look at it it's about 10 minutes have a look let me know what you think okay all of my emails are very chill very calm i don't want people to feel like it's a very serious thing and you know that's just me for other people they might be very you know professional with their emails now i'm not saying mine aren't professional but mine are professional and deliberately styled in a way that they don't come across too uh formal uh it's very personalized shall i say another thing with email campaigns is make sure that your branding is in there okay we're going to go on to branding a little bit later on in 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 the course but make sure that your branding is in there so if you if you have a, a button so a link button and it's uh default is blue and your branding is green or red or whatever make the button the same color as your branding not only does it then separate it just from a normal email um, but it also makes people feel like okay every time i see that email i i'm being reminded of their brand so for me you know i don't want to go too much into depth on this because this is going to be our next topic but with branding for me when they see my email my branding is is green yeah it's about success so green is a success color so every link that i have or anything that i want people to really see and and know i have it in a deliberate green color and that also reinforces my brand so that people remember that at the end of the day this is all about making you successful and if you want to be successful well you probably should click on this link yeah again it 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 highlights the fact that i'm going to get more clicks on my email campaigns which means my email campaigns are doing well those that aren't getting that many clicks then i have to start to think well why is this client now not responding and i need to kind of work that out but but that comes in on my standard course which is not going to be covered unfortunately in these podcasts uh, it will be a standard course so if you are interested in the standard course uh, just email me at building a successful business at gmail.com and building a successful business is all one word there's no hyphens in between okay building a successful business at gmail.com wow i mean we went over a lot today a lot and and if you're still listening in thank you so much uh, i know that it was quite a deep topic and there's lots of things to think about and i'm going to annoy someone by saying this but gdpr very important with email campaigns okay that's the thing emails are amazing things but they can also be the most annoying thing i know that you know when i look through my emails i just been a lot of my emails yeah i'm subscribed to some lists and i think why am i subscribed to these lists anymore they're not serving my need okay so when you're looking at your email campaign you really need to think okay what really annoys me about other people's emails that i don't either decide to open them i don't decide that i i want to um you know i might open them but i don't do anything with them 
So what is it about those email campaigns that really annoys you and find out how you can resolve that so that your clients don't feel annoyed in the same way. Yeah, and it's really useful with with headings as well to make sure that you leave a bit of uh, intrigue. So a lot of the time in my email subject, I will never say um, what the email really is about. It will just say something along the, along the lines of, you did it, thank you. It's very ambiguous, but people will be intrigued and then they'll open the email. Or I'll say things like, you're amazing, well done. You know, just things that will make people open the email out of intrigue. Here's a free ebook for you. All of these things, they're, they're very indirect and that's how your email campaign should always be, indirect. So I just wanna kind of thank you again for, for listening in this week. And I know that we've covered a lot of things here and there's gonna be lots of questions. So what I really wanna encourage you to do is that on Saturday, I'm covering this in a lot more detail in a YouTube live. Okay, this is a great opportunity for you to ask me those questions that you're thinking right now. Jot them down. Ask me those questions in the chat. I will respond to you. Because at the end of the day, I'm already doing this. So it's not really benefiting me. It's going to benefit you. So if you have the questions, just ask me and I'll be more than happy to help you. And I really want to encourage you, join the Facebook group if you're not a part of it. No matter where you are in the world, it's building a successful business on Facebook. Become a part of the community. And I'm really looking forward to meeting you and finding out how I can help make your business successful. And join us Saturday for the YouTube live event. The link is in the description. See you there.